Welcome to Season 3 of The Commons, a podcast featuring researchers, innovators, artists, entrepreneurs, and community builders who are improving the human condition in your own backyard and around the globe. I'm your host, Tom Osha. If you've listened to any episode of this podcast, you do know we focus a lot on innovation districts, the spatial geographies where talent and ideas come to cluster and connect. The Association of University Research Parks is a member-driven organization, and it counts among its membership research parks and innovation districts across the globe who have as their anchor research universities and academic medical centers. This robust organization of several hundred districts comes together once a year in a different city around the world to exchange ideas and best practices in the industry. This year, they're in Toronto, Canada for the 2022 International Conference. They were kind enough to invite the Commons to come and speak with some of their members. So our first episodes of Season 3 will be interviews with park leaders from around the world. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Commons here again at AURP, the International Conference this year in Toronto. My guest this morning is Leah Burton, and she is the Director of the Partnership Office at NC State and specifically responsible for much of the exciting work going on on the Centennial Campus as well. So, Leah, welcome to the Commons. Thanks, Tom. I'm so glad to be with you again. Oh, my gosh. We we had a great conversation last year. So let's start. Tell me what's changed in the last 12 months. As as time moves on in my career in this research park, innovation district, communities of innovation business, um, our our job becomes more complicated. Um, More is expected of us, which means, you know, the opportunities become much more impressive um, and alluring for all of us. So the, you know, the skills that we began developing early on, you know, in, in my career anyway, those, the knowledge of real estate, the knowledge of building partnerships, those, those aren't good enough. Now we, now we are developing community. We are opening ourselves up as um, innovation districts to the outside community. We have to be experts in venture capital and experts in economic development and federal funding opportunities. Those have become really huge over the last 12 months. And so um, for anybody who gets easily bored with one part of their job, uh, this is probably the, the work for them because uh, there's, no, there's no getting bored of it for sure. Yeah, so there, there really is so much that's happening. Let's focus a little bit on community. You mentioned uh, that a couple of times. So what's, what's happening that's allowing you to open NC State up a bit more to the community than maybe it would have been five years ago, let's say? Yeah, you know... Um, we, we used to be um, very focused on developing that community inside the, the borders of Centennial Campus, merging the, um, merging the goals of university and our corporate and government partners and getting them to talk together to, to move their innovation cycles forward. 
but our larger duty to to the community in general, um, where we are where we are doing our best to create opportunity um, for for yes for the city of Raleigh but beyond means that we have to create something that you're familiar with, which is a much more porous type of a of a community, and so you know that means um, we don't have to just think like a university. Or then think also like a corporate um, uh, a, a corporation. We also have to to think about um, how how our citizens in Raleigh and beyond interested in using our our campus. And so you know, thankfully, we have some people within our real estate office who are really focused on that, on utilizing the lake that we have um, for uh, for activation, utilizing public spaces for concert series and and the like. And so you know, it's it's adding on all of these competencies that um, I had no idea when I started this <laughs> this job early on that I was going to need to um, become familiar with and. And it's it's sort of like the old saying, right? Prayer is not a strategy for all of this, right, right. and it's not to say that I haven't entered prayer uh, <laughs> lots of times throughout this career, but uh, that's that's not our strategy. So, how are corporations then being able to experience a community? What what is it about a corporate partnership that that is um, is amplified by having a community element in addition to obviously the intellectual capital of yeah. a great university. Well, um, and, and that is continuing to evolve. I mean, we were just talking about this, some in the leadership roundtable here at the conference. And um, the, the changes of employers you know, and, and what the hybrid working environment means um, to, to their corporations is, I mean, man, where that's going to end up, we don't yeah. exactly know. Um, but, but part of being on uh, in a community of innovation as we are developing um, means that companies don't have to do it all themselves. Uh, so they might do a lot of employee engagement on their own. They absolutely should. How are they really looking at the, the whole of, of an employee's experience? But when they are part of Centennial Campus um, or another type of community of innovation, they don't have to do it all on their own. Um, some of those things they can really um, leverage from the university, whether, you know, those are speaking series, you know, lecture opportunities, but even things um, like blood drives, um, you know, that we can that we can host in our communities um, that really amplify the value then. It makes great sense. Have you have you seen impacts to Centennial Campus that are that are coming out of COVID and they move to a more hybrid environment? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, and, and I think that... Um, the ability to deliver specialized type of spaces, okay. right? Something that um, that is going to encourage employees to want to come into the office um, more than you know once or twice a week. Those are at play. Okay. Of course, if if companies are in the life science industry, we know that they can't you know they can't do that work um, at home. So 
our, our lab tenants, they are fully on campus and, and, you know, we need to make sure that we are um, really tending to those needs as well. Um, but yeah, I think de developing and delivering something that is unique, um, that they're not going to get uh, just, you know, w within their home office, that they're not going to get just anywhere else. And, and that is completely different for, for everybody, right? Um, and, and we've seen some pretty um, exemplary opportunities and examples of that even just down the street at Research Triangle Park where Scott Levitan is really doing, um, you know, a big renovation of, of Research Triangle Park. And he um, he's created this hub where there are unique... Um, uh, unique retail and, and restaurant opportunities. And so, you know, they're, they're doing the hard work of really um, identifying what it is that they can deliver that's unique. How about the gathering spaces? How, how people's need to experience one another? Yeah, and and so many of those went outside. Yeah, right. right? Okay. Yeah, and and thankfully um, we haven't removed those. Mm -hmm. um, some of those places where we put outside seating, those have in fact increased. Um, now you know, depending on where you are uh, in the world, you know, sometimes it's hotter or colder. Right. So again, <laughs> those are very individual. Um, but our use of those outside spaces that allow people to, you know, to, to get a change of scenery, but also experience parts of our campus and experience others within the campus have become really important. Um, outside dining areas, um, community pianos, um, mm -hmm. where, you know, people um, are, are spending some time playing music that others are enjoying you know just um, just off the cuff those are really fun you see creative use of contain you know shipping containers yeah. um, so you know about these these strategies but we've seen a lot of those go outside and, and the campus continues to grow right if I remember right you have a new engineering building a new plant science yeah. building that have come on recently we do yeah and um, we will continue that growth you know um, what the what the eventual full build out of Centennial Campus is? I don't know what that is exactly. Sure. We, you know, maybe we are um, a quarter to a half of the way built mm -hmm. out. Okay. Um, but yes, we have future plans for more office, more laboratory, more housing, mm -hmm. um, and and to speak to the needs of of engineering, we actually announced this last year a um, a new campaign which is called Engineering North Carolina's Future. So our commitment um, at NC State University is to increase our engineering population by forty percent wow. over the next several, several years. So that also is 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 a big project for us um, that will absolutely suit the needs of, of economic development throughout our state, but it, it puts new challenges in front of Centennial Campus. Now, do a majority of your students in engineering stay in practice within North Carolina? Uh, very many of them do, yes. And, and um, so that, that is the strength. We are continuing to recruit new companies to our area, some on Centennial Campus and some uh, proximate to Centennial Campus. And what they have continued to tell us is, you're not producing enough engineers. I mean, you know, this is, this okay. is year yeah, after yeah. year after year, which is why we are responding in, in the aggressive way that we are. Um, and so, yeah, our graduates, whether they are from North Carolina or not, like to stay in North Carolina. And, and they enjoy the opportunities um, for employment that, that we are able to create in our state. And gosh, you know, I'm an example of that. I'm not from North Carolina. Um, and, you know, we've lived in North Carolina for now more than 25 years, and we had no intention of staying, but we have enjoyed it so much that, that we've stayed. So 
the engineering comes together with another thing North Carolina is known for, life sciences, mm-hmm. right? And, and so yeah. I see a lot of that merging uh, across the country. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw that uh, the NC Biotech Center just got one of the large grants to help all of the universities in North Carolina and the innovation districts grow that that uh, intersection. Talk to me a little bit about that that grant and, and what yeah. you expect to see at NC State from it. Right. You know, we are we are really fortunate in North Carolina that, that the Biotechnology Center was created decades ago. That was a, a visionary development that our state leaders um, made. And, and the whole idea um, was to, to create the seeds uh, for the biotechnology industry, and darn it, it hasn't worked extremely well. So um, everything from startup companies to large biomanufacturing is located in North Carolina. And so what we've seen then over the decades is this continual push to, to grow, but also to, um, to bring all of the right assets to, um, to the state. And so, you know, um, one of the examples of that um, about 10 years ago was, was created on Centennial Campus, which is called the Biotechnology Training and Education Center. Okay. This is a collaborative program um, and joint program between North Carolina State University and our community colleges. And so students are able to come to BTEC, is, is the abbreviation there, to learn best practices in biomanufacturing, whether they want to be employed in biomanufacturing or already are and need to attain some additional skills. There, We have a CGMP facility on, on Centennial Campus where that training happens. So that's one example. Now the Biotechnology Center is going to take that and run um, and continue to grow that. But we've had some very impressive announcements within our region. Fujifilm Diosynth Biotechnologies is, plant, is placing a brand new plant in Holly Springs, which is you know about 20 minutes minutes from Centennial Campus, and we um, were lucky enough to be able to collaborate with that company um, as, as they build out that facility. And so um, it's, it, it's completely accurate to say that the future is bright in biomanufacturing and biotechnology in North Carolina. Oh, that's wonderful. And, and I know it, one of the reasons it is so bright is because of the contributions that NC State and the Office of Partnerships is making. So let, let's shift gears for just a moment, because I think you're serving your year as president. Of AURP. And so talk to us a little bit about the conference here in Toronto. Sure. Um, Gosh, so we've already gotten off to a great start. I've already learned a lot from, so uh, it's three research parks who have come together to host us. Of course, we are here at the Mars Innovation District, um, but but we this has really been a collaborative opportunity. We'll kick everything off officially here after lunch. And um, what you'll what you'll see is a pretty good variety of, of offerings because as I said you know um, our practitioners have to be experts in federal funding and venture capital and how to flip office buildings into laboratory buildings and how to create partnerships with corporate and government entities and so um, what we've done over the last few years with AURP is we have diversified the offerings that that we have um, so that we can grow 
with with the industry and um so of course we have this conference we have other smaller conference the spring training we do um the bio uh the biotechnology conference that's that's associated with bio international but we also have created another vertical around aerospace um development i wouldn't be surprised if you see us develop one or two additional verticals um we have now taken our um research park 101 into um, an online platform that is available so everybody should should take a look at that and see how you can download those modules and and bring those to to your colleagues Um, and so yeah i think the name of the game has been change over time evolving Um, aurp is is certainly leading and and keeping up with the changing needs of our of our membership it really has done a great job of evolving as as things have changed as the models have changed and like you say the demands of the job have changed so much and so uh, as we go to demands of the job final question for the day what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given this is this is one piece of advice that I was given, and I and I give it to all the people who come and, and work within our office, um, which is to to find a way to um, to live and to thrive in the gray area. That there's there's very little in this business that's absolutely black or absolutely white, and and so to find a way to, to thrive in that gray area. Has, has become really important for me over my career and it's not easy for every for everybody um, but we're we're all you know learning and growing and so I encourage everybody to um, to really get comfortable in that gray area to make the most of, of you know your your community community of innovation. That actually is great advice because it seems like we spend most of our time these days in those gray areas. Well, thank you so much, Leah, for sharing this with us. It's been a great time. Congratulations on your presidency and what looks to be another wonderful conference here at AURP. It's been a pleasure, always. Thank you. My guest this morning has been Leah Burton. She leads the Office of Partnerships for NC State University in the Centennial Campus. This is The Commons at AURP 2020. Toronto. The Commons is a production of Wexford Science and Technology, LLC. Views and opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests. To view additional material about today's episode or guest, submit questions or story ideas, or to learn more about Wexford Science and Technology, please visit www.wexfordscitech.com forward slash insights. You can subscribe to The Commons on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. I'm your host, Tom Osha. Thank you for listening.